0: March is known as Women's History Month, and in Tennessee it's also known as UT Extension Month. Today, we sat down with the champion of both causes.
1: This is AgCast, brought to you by the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture.
0: I'm Ginger Rousey. At the first of the year, Tracy Sullivan assumed the role of Western Region Program Leader for UT Extension. She is over agriculture and natural resource programming, as well as 4-H programming, in 31 counties. Sullivan, who says she grew up in 4-H, is a successful example of the leadership development touted by Extension. But she's also an example of a woman who has found success in a field typically dominated by men. Tracy, thanks so much for being with us. You're about three months into your new position. How do you feel it's going?
1: It's going really good, really good. I think I've hit the ground running, had a lot of exposure very quickly. Um, Our new chancellor, Dr. Cross, uh, explained it best when he said, uh, you're drinking from a fire hose, and that's what it's felt like. (laughs)
0: You've worked in UT Extension several years ago as an agent. You left for industry and, and what made you want to come back to UT Extension?
1: I think I've always just appreciated its mission and what it stands for and the kind of impact that it has on all levels across the state and the local community. So I've always, even when I was in industry, you know, attended Extension functions and stayed in touch with Uh, what Extension was was doing to promote agriculture especially.
0: Have you thought about some goals or where you'd like to take this position? Where do you like to see it going?
1: I have actually. uh, There was some things and that I appreciated being in a county in a county position. Um, So I know there's some things that maybe get overlooked like the pesticide safety education program. I wanted to kind of streamline that and make it as uh, uh, easy to for our county agents and uh, producers that go through the training as possible the access so that was a goal um, so I've kind of you know worked worked through that um, kind of a broader thing is to just stay relevant um, there's so much information out there and to kind of help our county programming and state initiatives stay relevant to the producers and be the kind of the premier education function that they relate to agriculture.
0: I don't know that this has been officially confirmed, but you're the first woman to be the Ag and Natural Resource Program leader.
1: I think so. I'm like you say. I don't know if it's officially confirmed, <laughs> but I can't recall one or have encountered uh, anyone that you know can recall one. Yeah, but maybe so. At least here, at least here in the Western region, too. Yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah. What well,
0: that's to make you
1: proud it does you know I didn't think about it until it was kind of brought forward but I found myself as my career has uh transitioned from one thing to another I it's kind of always well you're the you know only woman or first woman or whatever um in different positions but it's an honor it is an honor yeah
0: What do you think that is
1: you know I noticed in college um in livestock and like your animal classes, there was a more mixture of male and female, but with plant sciences and row crops, for some reason, that still seems to be more male oriented and dominated. Um, And I don't know if it goes back, like I never really realized it until people would point it out or say I'm in a meeting, you know, or a conference with 80 people and you look around and think. Oh, yeah. I'm the only woman here. <laughs> but, you know, I worked on the farm uh, alongside my brothers and dads and cousins. And I think it was just, you know, my workload was expected the same as theirs was. So
0: are you the only girl in your family? Yes.
1: Yes. So, so you're, you're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so what made you want to go into agriculture?
1: You know i just felt like that was a calling and i really never considered anything else it was just a natural fit i love being outside and all things living animals i was a pre-vet major you know thought about that path but then realized i would probably reside in west tennessee and want something more more stable so Took lots of upper division plant science classes and learned a lot about cotton. So that's where I've spent most of my career. Did you
0: grow up in Middle Tennessee? That's right. That's so, right. Did you have a lot of experience with cotton?
1: Zero, none. <laughs> yeah. The first time I, I saw a cotton picker at night, I thought it was some kind of spaceship. I mean, <laughs> the the scale and everything of the equipment here in West Tennessee compared to what I had grown up around and in Middle Tennessee it was just you know, it was all brand new, but, um, you know, there's a lot of similarities in things, and one of the things, going back to being the first woman, I worked at a retail place right out of college, and, you know, the old-timers would see a woman there, and, you know kind of discount you already and say we bet you've never chopped cotton and I'm like you're right but I have cut tobacco so that's you know (laughs) can't compare it's got to be very similar hardest work I've ever known
0: (laughs) and you've you've spoken out about this I know on social media too It, it is tough like you said being a woman sometimes in agriculture talk about that a little bit
1: well I just um you know some challenges first of all your credibility establishing it um I've shared with, uh, I've taught in the past too at a community college and I shared with my female ag students that, you know, this is a personal opinion, but I think you have to be more competent than your male counterpart. And so I feel like you have to, uh, you know, be diligent, hardworking, uh, and even more competent and be not afraid, you know, to step out, you know, step out of your comfort zone and show what you know.
0: But a, a lot of a lot more females are going into this. I mean, of course, you worked at the community college; you probably saw a lot. The numbers are increasing across the nation, and. Uh, at colleges numbers yes. are increasing for female students.
1: Definitely and you know I'm I'm a champion for that cause. I think it makes a very good work environment to have you know some diversity there and uh, they're more than capable. I've noticed in you know a lot of the graduate students in, in plant sciences and agronomy and uh, specialists are we're seeing more and more of that so it's good.
0: 4H is another big part of your of your job, and you were very involved in 4H as a mm-hmm. as a student. I know. Right. Right. Um, you, you know, talk talk about that. Uh, what are your What are your goals for the 4H program here in West Tennessee?
1: Well, I think um, one thing that appealed to me about this position was that 4H aspect and. Uh, when you get to my age although i don't want to give my age but <laughs> uh, you realize what an impact or i realize it had a you know pretty substantial impact uh, on me and um, i think the goal is just to continue that tradition to keep kids especially rural kids that may not have a lot of opportunity um, or you know from different socioeconomic backgrounds that 4-h provides Awesome opportunities to travel and meet people and experience things that kind of mold you into a a productive citizen really so um, sort of the vision I have is you know Western Tennessee uh, 4-H we we just got back from Congress we had a great delegation Um, they experience you know things that a lot of kids won't get to experience so just to promote and foster those ideas that that 4-H is known for Mm
0: And you, of course, when we talked about you were involved, you have two children that are very involved in 4-H too. So looking at it from both angles, uh, what are the benefits of being in 4-H for parents that are listening?
1: Oh, well, I think it's, you know, leadership opportunities, definitely. You know, public speaking is something that they may not get to experience until college. And this is just a way to uh, kind of fine-tune some skills or them out of their shell uh, my kids go to school um, where there's uh, there's some you know opportunity but not a lot and so I just think it expands opens the doors trips to Washington's available you know just um, academic areas that may be of interest to them they can participate in projects that that uh, foster that uh, the STEM activities is a big push in 4-H, so just being exposed to to those kinds of things.
0: I think I've been most impressed by 4-H students with their speaking skills, like you said. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's wonderful how that develops. Yep,
1: and we heard the state public speaking winner, the 11th and 12th graders, they spoke at the citizenship banquet in Nashville i mean i would put them up against the best of the best uh, across whatever platform or you know school group or really adults i mean they were poised and professional and you can tell that that will mean you know something for them as a citizen or an employee or whatever path they choose
0: it is extension month it's march and which is extension month in tennessee so uh I want to give you a chance to just kind of give a plug for extension too before we
1: wrap up okay well thanks um, we in the western region had a uh, county campaign challenge so we're kind of charging the counties in the western region to and across the state they should be participating uh, just to promote extension and what it stands for uh, some of the great programs that happen and how they're impacting their local communities extension is the one that says you know we're a UT campus in every county we have a presence in all 95 counties. So, just try to promote what programs are are going on across all uh, areas, family and consumer sciences, and agriculture and 4-H. But uh, there's some interesting, and the social media presence has helped spread that word. We're trying to, you know, get in that game before the game changes. It seems like it does uh, day in day out. But um, yeah, there's lots of great programming going on across our region. I know.
0: And of course involved with it, your involvement with extension, um, which is a very time com- a huge time commitment for you. You're a mom, you're a wife, you and your husband farm together. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? What's next?
1: <laughs> uh, survive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I just, you know, the day-to-day, uh, I don't know. I just really like West, you know, West Tennessee and being uh, having an impact on agriculture. And time will tell, I guess. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, hey, thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank you. For more real-life solutions provided by the UT Institute of Agriculture, go to our website at ag.tennessee.edu.